Hey, what's going on everyone? Aaron Bowman here with the Tactical Realtor Podcast. This is a new podcast I have started and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about some unique selling propositions, the current market conditions in the Connecticut area, and uh, what this podcast is going to be about. So, let's get started. Alright everyone, so thanks for tuning in today. This is uh, episode 001. I have uh, decided to start a podcast because I realized that when I'm traveling back and forth to appointments or listing appointments or showings or things with the kids, that's when I listen to most of my podcasts. And I don't always get a chance to tune into some of the YouTube channels that I watch and uh, some of the Facebook live events. So I figure that this is one of the ways that I can take some of that information and get it out to the masses, especially if you are in the uh, Connecticut area. We will also be talking about real estate investing on this channel. So if you are maybe listening from a different state and you're not in Connecticut, don't worry. The real estate investing stuff makes sense uh, for you out there. I just got a text message on my phone. Sorry about that. I'm recording this as I'm driving in my vehicle. So, um, yeah, that, that real estate investing stuff is pretty much universal across the board. So again, I'm going to give you the basics. We're going to get some you know meat and potatoes and some things, get down to the crust of the biscuit. But as always, check with your local laws and uh, make sure you uh, contact a real estate attorney if you have any questions about some of the uh, tips and tactics that we talk about here. So let's first talk about the market in Connecticut. Now, I primarily work in the Harford and Tonlin County, so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And uh, what we're seeing right now, um, I started doing this at the end of the month, so we're going to talk about February of this year and February of last year. And uh, in the month of February, what we saw was almost identical from last year, except the home prices went up a little bit, nothing crazy, nothing to you know get too excited about, but the home prices have gone up. And your average day on market is roughly about the same, about 80 to 89 days on market, and that's the average. Now, there's a bunch of things that can be taken into consideration for that, that can change that, but on average, if you have a medium price point, which is about 247, I believe, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I'll put it in the show notes, it's uh, $247,000 is your medium price range in the Hartford and Tallinn County, and if that's what you have, your home will sit on the market no more than 89 days. Now, I say that with one thing in mind. A lot of what goes into the average days on market has to do a lot with pricing the home right, having good marketing, and making sure that the home shows well and that's clean and neat and picked up. Now, I deal with all different types of homes. I've done homes and condos from 70,000 all the way up to 840,000. So, you know, I work the gambit. There's nothing that I, no homeowner that I won't work with because uh, I do like the challenges of sometimes, you know, unique homes and uh, stuff like that. But uh, keep that in mind when it comes down to the marketing and stuff like that and the, uh, and the, uh, sorry, I got another text message and the uh, price point of the home, you want to make sure that stuff's all on point. So talk to a couple of realtors, make sure they understand, um, they can explain it to you where you feel comfortable with that. They know what they're talking about, that you're looking for more of a teacher as opposed to somebody just telling you, you want them to explain it and show you why something is the way it is or the why it's priced or anything like that. So now with that in mind, we're going to talk about some of the things that 
you should look for as a seller when working with an agent. And I'm going to go into some of the things that I do as an agent in order to get homes sold. And, uh, you know, I hate to sound a little cliche, but for, you know, top dollar and the least amount of time, that's what normally every agent says. But there's a few givens when working with an agent. And some agents make it sound like they're doing these things for you and it's above and beyond the regular service. So what I mean by that is what I mean by a given is when I list a property, I want to have a realtor come out to my home. They're going to walk through. We're going to spend 10 minutes, you know, discussing some things. Then the realtor's going to walk through the home and give me some feedback on what they see because they're seeing it with a different set of eyes. They don't have any emotional attachment to the property. They haven't, you know, raised four or five kids in there and now they're looking to downsize or what have you or move out of state or whatnot. So after the listing presentation is done and you decide you get that warm fuzzy from the realtor and you want to list with them, the realtor is going to be like, all right, well, some of the things I'm going to do for you is I'm going to put a sign out front. I'm going to put a lockbox on your house and I'm going to put your uh, your uh, home on the MLS and you know we're going to put it up on uh, Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com. Well, that's all in good. Uh, that's all well and good. I can't talk now, but uh, that's what every agent should do at minimum, bare minimum. That's what they should do. Those are what I call givens. Those should be things that are being done without even questioning. Now, it's great they're going to throw the house in the MLS because that's where you get a lot of your exposure and that automatically syndicates it to those other, other agencies, Realtor.com, Trulia, and Zillow. So it's not like they're going out of their way to do that. Now, uh, the other thing that they're supposed to do is put a lockbox on the house unless you request not to have one and you want to be there to let other realtors in, which I don't run into that very often, and also a sign out front. Now, there has been times where I have run into people that don't want signs out front for whatever reason. Um, that makes a l- That's not like a deal killer. It doesn't make it any less harder to market. It's just you like to get that traffic driving by to see your sign with your name out there and that brand recognition. So... After that, if that's all the agent's going to do, you can pretty much guarantee that your house is going to be closer to that 89-day mark uh, for the average day on market. Now, if you were to work with somebody like myself, uh, before I get that, let me rewind and back up. You want to make sure that you're not working with an agent, in my opinion, that says, hey, we're going to list your your, uh, your paper. We're going to list your home in the local paper. We're going to put it in some magazine and some print and stuff like that. Nobody goes to a paper anymore to look for real estate. I would say roughly about 90% of your searches are online through one of the top major sites, whether it's Zillow, Trulia, um, Realtor.com. And that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the IDX search, which pulls MLS information from the certain area that you're looking in. And that's where they're going. Nobody's going into the Sunday paper anymore to look under homes for sale. And trust me, just go get your local paper and look and see how many homes are listed in there for sale. Maybe one, two apartments, and that's probably about all you're going to see. So I would highly advise you to stay away from somebody that is not up on technology, doesn't believe in the technology, and uh, doesn't know how to use it. So especially if you're trying to reach millennials and you have a, um, let's just say you have a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,200-square-foot ranch, and you're looking to move up because that was your first home, that was your starter home, now you're looking to sell that. So... If you're trying to sell that home, how many millennials or people 30 and under do you think are going to go in the local newspaper and look for a place to live or anything like that? They're going to be on their smartphones 
and their mobile phones, and they're going to be looking stuff up and downloading apps and looking for the, uh, you know, uh, homes available. They're going to be on the Facebook uh, marketplace to look for homes for sale, along with maybe a new pair of shoes or, you know, I don't know, a record player, whatever else they're looking for on there. So those are um, some of the things to keep in mind. Now, with me, I use social media as much as I possibly can. And the reason why is because I feel that it gets a ton of exposure. It doesn't cost a lot of money in order to get it done. And it allows me to, to almost put stuff on autopilot while I can still then service my client and handle other things with, you know, the family and five kids at home and two dogs and seven chickens, you know, I get a little busy. So anything I can do to automate some things and have systems in place makes life a lot easier for me as a listing agent. Now, one of the things I love to use is, I just mentioned it, Facebook. Facebook has fantastic targeted marketing. If I'm looking for a first-time home buyer, I can go over to demographics and suggestions and underneath their ads, and I can pinpoint exactly who, what, when, where, and how I want to market to this certain class of individuals, whether it's a first-time home buyer or somebody looking for luxury real estate. So my number one go-to is Facebook. Facebook Live is fantastic. Facebook ads are great, and uh, I get a lot through my Facebook uh, realtor page. Now, you have to keep in mind that um, Facebook isn't the end-all, be-all. You know, I still use Snapchat, I use Instagram, uh, YouTube, and how I use all these things, it kind of makes like this big melting pot of advertising. So, one of the things I do, and I can also say that I use this uh, with for sale by owner. So if you're a for sale by owner and you're listening to this, feel free to reach out to me. You can uh, shoot me an email at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N-B at Maz, M-A-Z-Z, homes.com. Or shoot me a call, uh, 860-333-1843. And I will be more than happy to discuss further with you uh, these programs that I use for my clients. I also use with uh, for sale by owners. You just have to pay a small fee on your end because obviously you're not hiring me to be your agent. Anyways, one of the things I like to use is uh, a listing storyboard. I have a couple other ones, but I don't want to keep this podcast too, too long today because I think the uh, monologue of just me talking is kind of boring, to be quite honest with you. And I'm pretty sure you'd rather hear some type of interview with some other experts in the field, which uh, is something I'm going to be working on right away. But one of the things I like to use is called a uh, listing storyboard. And what a listing storyboard is, is uh, I come out to the house, I give some questions to the homeowners or homeowner. They answer all these questions for me and I put it into a computer program and it basically gives you that uh, Alexa or Google voice sound uh, person talking. So the homeowner doesn't have to be on film, uh, video or on audio or anything like that. It's just the uh, male or female computerized voice that's doing the talking and uh, so I put these questions together I then uh, go out and I take some video of the property and this ties in with a few other things like a video walkthrough and stuff like that but without getting too deep into the weeds basically the listing storyboard is a whole bunch of different um, aspects that I put together and then when Everything's said and done, I'll then make a blog post of it on my website. And then I require the homeowner to go over there and comment on it, tell all their friends and family to comment on it. And every time they do, it's like a little wave to Google or Yahoo. And they're like, oh, hey, look, 
this page just got more traffic. This page got more traffic. So if you search for a home in Ellington, Connecticut, and that's the home we're selling, and people from you know Facebook Ellington message board around there, and everybody's commenting, on, oh, I love that home. It looks so great in the wintertime when Christmas when you guys decorate. Or I remember the family uh, weekends we used to have there. All that stuff starts to build this whole story around a property because somebody can only get so much information off the MLS and only get so much information from photos. And I'll be the first one to tell you, I can make a bad kitchen look amazing with good photography. And sometimes those photos can be deceiving. But if you have good photos of video, other people talking about the property and building that interest behind the property, then you're going to start to get some momentum for that property. So not only do uh, with the listing storyboard, do we do uh, a video walkthrough, there'll be video of me in front of the property. There'll be just some professional voiceover work. There'll be myself at the local coffee shop or the favorite place to eat in town on a Sunday night, which that is one of the questions I asked the homeowners is like, well, on a, on a Sunday or whatever night of the week you go out to eat, what's the one restaurant you like to always go to? And then I'll go there and I'll be like, you know, this restaurant's within only three miles of one, two, three Main Street property, and they have fantastic, fantastic prime rib every Sunday. <clears throat> excuse me, every Sunday from you know five to eight or whatever the special is. And people now are going to go to this, and they're going to see this video, and they're going to see a walkthrough, and they're going to see photos, and they're going to see people commenting on it. They're going to see local spots to hang out. So if they're looking at this place from Arkansas and they're looking to move up to Connecticut, they're going to be like, "Wow, look at this town! There's all this stuff to do." That is ten times better than looking at four or five or maybe 15 photos snapped with a realtor's iPhone at a walkthrough of a property and thrown up on the MLS. In my opinion, I just think it's better. I think you have a better chance of selling your home with building this storyboard around the property. Now, there's a few other things that go into it, but that's in a nutshell, the gist of a, a listing storyboard. And then what I do is that all gets put on there. And then I also have a dedicated web address for whatever the property so it can be 123 Main Street Manchester Connecticut.com and then there'll be everything on that page in regards to the house from the MLS uh, listing to photos to a virtual tour everything like that will be on there so we have that we have the listing storyboard and then uh, we have the video walkthroughs, we have the photography, we have the aerial photography that I do, drone footage. So all these things together start to build this really nice big package of why somebody should buy your house. Now, if you have two identical houses side by side, and one has you know five pictures snapped with an iPhone while somebody was walking through with bad lighting and nothing was touched up in post-production, then you have what I'm doing right next to it, which one do you think is going to get more views and which one do you think people are going to be leaning to more because now they have more information on their property. So that's basically what a listing storyboard is. I can go a little bit more into detail with that. But again, like I said, I am driving recording this podcast today. I'm actually on my way to pick up uh, two of the kids. So if you'd like more information on this, if you are a for sale by owner and you're having a hard time selling your home, I'm not pressuring you to come out there to try to be your agent. I can come out there and do some of these things for you. Again, there is a small uh, fee that you would have to pay because I'm not your listing agent. And uh, I'd be more than happy to give you some pointers and point you in any direction, uh, you know, the, the right direction for you to go in order to get your home sold. And uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll get one out in a couple more days and we'll talk 
more on this topic with some of the other tactics that I use in order to get home sold. So thanks again for listening to the podcast and uh, we'll see you real soon. Later.